Well, Sabazanker, who would have thought that the, actually I made a video, but it's too long. So, you know what? I decided to make it a full podcast episode. Well, this is the first. I don't know, I've been thinking about this for a long time because I usually do Instagram videos and like make long ramblings and rants about some random stuff I just read on the internet. But for this episode, it's quite different because it actually culminates the whole things that I've been speaking and talking in Instagram. And it actually turns out to be a full episode. Right, so bear with me, it is long, but if you're willing to listen, I think you might get a hint of what I'm going to talk about next. If if you've been following me for a long time, well, you know what? I think this is going to be another thing that you probably wonder why I did this. Well, here it goes. Another episode of Random Ramblings, but this time it's a full podcast episode. Hello, and welcome back to Random Ramblings. It's been a while. Um, I think because of work, or probably I don't have that much interest in uploading into Instagram, but. Here am I. If you're asking why I kind of like make my Instagram private, I think it's just basically because that I really want to make it private. So, and also given the circumstances of my work and what I'm going to do next in the next month or so, um, I think it's best for me to put it into private mode or something. I will keep my Twitter open, but Instagram is like the place where it's really me that that's talking that's sharing videos or sharing stories and stuff and stuff so i think that's much that i'm gonna update to you on this but nevertheless you're here for the latest edition of random ramblings with a new and expensive camera that i just bought for i don't know for some random reason whatsoever but I think it's going to be a worthwhile investment because probably if, let's say, I would like to upload another episode of Random Ramblings, I would use this webcam instead of my phone because like, my phone has that problem which, like, the camera starts to blur. I mean, like, it's kind of, like, normal with any old Samsung phone if it's, like, more than one or two years old. So the camera starts to blur, but never mind. Well, I'm sitting on my chair... I have my PC on my right hand side and the webcam just on top of me. So, as mentioned in the title, I think people know what I'm going to talk about. And I think this is going to be a repeat of what I spoke about, I think, last few videos ago. I think it's more about the problem of celebrity and also the problem of cult worshipping. Because we need to talk about how we worship celebrities and public uh, public figures too much to a certain extent that we lost all our morality and also all our sense of logic and decency. Why? Because when you look into cult of personalities around the world, like Moonies, all those like cults in the US, evangelism, all those stuff with all those creepy shit. I mean, like even here in our country, we know Ayah Pin, right? He's like one of the most memed persons in the Malaysian internet sphere, even if he's dead. And like if we ask about our parents, who the hell is Ayah Pin? He would say that he's a deviant and he's crazy. But to us, younger people... Not us lah. I think it's on the minority online who would say that he's actually a meme lord by right. Just like Najib. I mean, when you compare these two guys, right? One is a leader of like a religious cult. Another 
as a leader of a political party and also the head of the government, which in fact turns into another cult of personality after he lost the election in 2018. And then we go to another form of cults of personalities, which is celebrity cults. So what's the problem of celebrity cults, do you ask? So let me rephrase and refresh again. Cults of personalities are basically some sort of like worship or gratitude or some sort of emotional connection to a certain public figure who is either famous for something that he's, he or she is really good or for something else, I think. Because when we look at celebrity worship in this country, right, we will see that either it involves personality and also their public image and also their, um, I mean, like I would say that their external features, for example, their face. Oh, I love their face. He's really handsome. But to a certain extent, within the internet sphere, not only exclusive to Malaysia, it could involve sexual gratification where that celebrity has been sexualized to a certain extent that like, guys jerking off just by looking at their face and also like just by looking at their pictures online which is fucking creepy right no one likes to get themselves being sexually gratified that they felt that they are just an object and it's inhuman it's inhuman which is kind of logical to a sense right but we go on to this particular issue which is nilopa right if I were to give my honest opinion, I do not give a single fuck about her, about her lifestyle, about her love life, and also what the hell she does um, with her business. Because I feel there's nothing for me to get connected emotionally to that person. Because like, apa yang dia buat? Untuk aku? Tak ada. Dia hanya terkenal, dia kaya, keluarga dia kaya, Dan juga dia pun ada bisnes. Dan juga dia pun adalah juga kabel-kabel dan connection-connection dalam kalangan orang-orang yang sekayangan dengan dia. Kan? Tapi bila kita tengok isu yang kita tahu dalam media sosial, kita tengok macam mana, bag- macam mana orang Malaysia ni terbahagi apabila kita nak berhujah tentang bagaimana kerajaan Dan juga masyarakat melihat tentang betapa bezanya um, layanan dalam segi undang-undang antara orang yang berpengaruh, beruang dan juga kaya dan juga yang mempunyai banyak bisnes ke apa entah berbanding dengan orang biasa, orang yang kais pagi makan pagi, kais petang makan petang Orang yang bergaji setiap hari, makan gaji, ada yang kena buang kerja. Bila kena kantoi sikit, ah kena denda seribu, ada kena denda sepuluh ribu. Tapi kalau bab-bab ni lofa lah, bab-bab orang kaya yang kahwin tapi tak pergi ikut SOP, ah itu pun ha, kena lah letak lah apa, siasatan lah, kena apa, MO lah, kena ada apa, siasatan, report polis semua bagai. Itu masalah lain. Tapi kita tengok kan bagaimana orang respon kan. Aku nampak macam orang respon ni macam pelik sikit. Pasal dia melibatkan public figure kan. Because when it involves public figures that and also given that our society also worship celebrities to a certain extent is quite hardcore right. You can make a religion out of it. Right. So I mean like there's a case like be- between like i mean like um it's it's almost a separate issue between vv and also nilofa vv on the other hand i mean her market is very niche market dia tertumpu kepada orang kaya pasal yalah dia punya jenama tudung dia memang mahal patu kedai-kedai outlet dia pun terletak dekat shopping mall shopping mall yang atas, agak atas lah Kau boleh jumpa shop, uh, kau boleh jumpa apa outlet dark scouts dekat bangsa village. Tapi kau takkan ju- 
kau tak akan jumpa satu outlet dark scarf pun dekat Kuala Kedah, dekat Kuala Pelis, dekat Shah Alam pun tak jumpa sangat lah. Aku pun tak tahulah. Shah Alam agak marhain sikit. Dia lebih banyak choice tudung pasal dia punya apa, itulah dia mahal sangat. Kan? Tapi kalau kau pergi dekat Hatamans, kau pergi dekat Bangsa Village Lepas tu kau pergi dekat Pavilion, kau akan nampak satu biji dark scarf punya outlet Tapi itu lain sikit lah Beza dia Nilofa pula, dia punya appeal tu lebih kepada orang awam Dia jual susu Nilofa, N-I-L-O-F-A Aku tak pernah rasa pun, aku tak berminat Pasal aku jenis yang agak snob, aku jenis yang agak snobbish when it comes to like um, Celebrity made products kan. It's more like marketing. Right. And also dia juga ni dulu seorang selebriti yang digilai orang ramai. Dulu dia pakai seksi. She's a model. Dia cantik. Kan. Dia pandailah kan. Dia Amar Selangkawi kan. Tapi isu dia sekarang kan. Dia kahwin. Tapi sebelum kahwin pun bila masa dia nak bertunang, itu pun dah ada kontroversi. Dah keluar cerita nama katanya si bin, si laki Nilofa sekarang ni dulu dia pergi putus dengan girlfriend ke tunang dia. Entah whatever reason, whatever, tiba-tiba eh dah putus tunang. Tak tahulah aku betul ke tak. Aku dengar daripada kabar, kabar angin je lah. Doesn't mean it's true. And, and then people And then some guy, some random guy on Facebook tiba-tiba kata oh actually Nilofa nak kahwin dengan Puris pun just because of marketing because like she wants to sell more products given that dia dah pakai hijab eh no no dia dah pakai niqab semua dia pakai hijab so kan and then dia go for like um religious stuff kan or something else so it goes back to and then Nilofa pula banyak juga kontroversi masa dia um bila dia berhijab kan pergi buat opening apa dia pergi buat launch dia punya um, product line dekat bar eh dekat zoo ke apa entah I don't know I don't care to be honest kan I don't care kan it's just that macam our society is really conservative so when you try to launch a product in a bar or probably in a, a, a club kan which is yelah you, it's hedonist and like what what else do they serve in in uh, in a club alcohol and shit kan so people would say that it's kind of improper but she moved on i mean like she has defenders kan tak kiss i don't know lah who defends her for what because it's her choice but i i mean like it's better to not take sides in this issue uh that one lah particularly the one where she launches a product line in 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 the club but going back to now right Her life has been a controversy. Her family is a is a moving and living and breathing controversy. Her her like her wedding is also a controversy by itself. Like when you look into her picture, has been surfaced online. It's it's basically a living and breathing and also blatant um, breach of standard operating procedures, right? So what's what's the problem here? People were looking at that pictures of her wedding and people random people would say would definitely say dude not again this double standard nonsense lah kan it's people people feel that it's nauseating to look at another powerful person tak kisahlah dia laki ke perempuan ke politician ke sportsman ke artist ke that they flout SOPs macam tu and then they get scot free kau tengoklah sekarang sampai to a certain extent berapa lama dia nak ambil nak siasat langgar SOP lama politician yang pergi balik daripada Turki kan no remorse whatsoever tak ada tak kena denda tak kena SOP semua tak ada bagai kalau kau bayangkan menteri tu kena denda 10000 time darurat ni dia boleh hilang kerusi dia dalam parlimen tapi masalahnya parlimen tak bersidang Lepas tu dia pun highlight aja, Kan? Penang tambah lagi dengan Nilofa. Kan? Dahlah kahwin langgar SOP. Nak pergi honeymoon pun langgar SOP. Pasal dia pergi dengan sebab konon dia ada urusan kerja. Ada lawatan kerja. Lepas tu post dekat Instagram. Oh. 
Naik jet ski. Itu itu lawatan kerja ke? I mean like does she go and went for like a visit to like a meet star I mean like char time staff or some shit because like itulah char time posted a, a letter saying that she went to Langkawi is for working purposes for work related purposes right it's like it's okay it's like um okay here's the thing right it's like a politician right they went overseas with 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 like niat lah kononnya lah nak buat macam lawatan untuk contoh mengeratkan hubungan antara dua negara lah kan tapi kalau macam overseas students lah especially in the UK lah kau nampak macam eh ni aku macam kenal je politician ni kan don ni pergi cuti ke don pergi buat lawatan kerja ni kan and then surat pun keluar daripada kerajaan ke apa entah ke apa dia kata oh dia pergi kerja sebenarnya okay tapi sekarang Masalah dia orang dah, dah boleh bau bullshit tau. People could smell your bullshit just by looking at that letter and also social media is everywhere. I mean like Nilofa is famous man on social media. When she posted that story right, people know that she's... People can smell the bullshit. I mean like where the hell is that like lawatan kerja or something? When it's clearly that you went on a holiday and a honeymoon on Langkawi. Whereas like people like us if you want to go on a cross state holiday you need to go through a registered um registered travel agent and then with a bus which like making sure that everyone has been tested for covid which is sanitized and bullshit right yeah and then you cannot go like simply simply oh pergi atau semua without ni satu you have the right to question whether or not that she has the proper um i mean like proper permission to go there number two whether or not like she actually lies to her fan base and to the Malaysian people and number three here's a problem whether or not people defend her actions kan itulah masalahnya bila kita nak bagi kritikan yang membina dan juga satu nak highlightkan satu isu yang memang menyakitkan dan juga benda yang melibatkan integriti kan mesti orang akan defend juga kan macam ni Lofa tu kan she has many diehard fans just like Vivi like when people macam when there's an artist accusing Vivi, I think this is a true story. Um, there's an artist um, accusing Vivi of plagiarism because like she accused, like I think she, she accuses Vivi of like copying her artwork to be in her like some fashion stuff, right? And then people will try to defend her. Oh, um, I mean like did you um, put a copyright to it? Do you register copyright to it? Ah, loser. Like now it's ours as shit. And then Nilofa pula kan Lelaki dan perempuan sekali Lelaki dan perempuan sekali boleh pergi defend dia Dengan cara apa? Yelah dia akan cakap Oh Yalah kau dengki kenapa? Dia punya rezeki Kan apa hak kau untuk menolak Dan mendengki Haa inilah Melayu dengki dengki Weh Itu bukan dengki bro Kak sis or whatever Masalahnya Kan kita orang duduk rumah Nak keluar pun okey lah dah, dah bebas sikit Tapi itu pun kena follow SOP juga Lepas tu tak lah tak boleh pergi merentas negeri Kan Dah lah buat perangai macam menteri lain Yang boleh pergi merentas negeri tanpa sebab munasabah Lepas tu Bila, bila kantor Oh apa Oh apa Ni lah nak bagi Apa ah, Gaji lah Lepas tu eh Takpelah buat bodoh lah Lepas tu dalam siasatan Lalas NFK No further action Lotak dia Lepas tu nak cakap nak defend lagi Eh sekati lah dia nak pergi honeymoon Apa sukati sukati? Kalau bila kau kahwin kau punya wedding pun dah melanggar And then bila dah uh, Bila catan buat apa surat Kantoi memang bohong ah boleh pergi delete Lepas tu lepas balik daripada langkawi pula boleh cakap With that fucking audacity to say that Oh terima kasih lah dapat free publicity. I was like, huh. At first I was like, at first I would think that, I mean like she's has no remorse. It seems that she's like on top of her fucking ego. Probably that she has been going up to the peak of arrogance. But if you take a step back, you would think that, oh, it is another problem with these type of celebrities and stuff, right? 
because like they like attention these certain type of people like attention very much even if that it sounds really bullshit it may be racist it may be like life-threatening or probably it's really bad takes then you would think that she actually likes it right so it goes back to another question is she a narcissist i mean she named her own i mean dia namakan dia punya brand tudung nilofar patu dia punya brand susu nil nilofar nama dia dia punya image dia kan per memang terbaik punya memang bila kau pergi sembang dengan mana-mana psikologis tadi dia akan cakap ini dah borderline narcissist ah kan aku rasa even kim kardashian pun tak boleh sampai tahap tu lagi tau kan Kim Kardashian sekarang ni dia dah insaf sikit pasal dia dah ada anak and also dia ada problem dengan family life dia dengan Kanye lagi. Ini Nilofa daripada daripada dia jadi apa dia remaja pun dah ada gaduh. Daripada jadi model pun dah ada skandal. Bila dah double hijab pun ada masalah. Mak dia pun ada ada masalah dengan kontroversi. Adik dia lagi ada kontroversi. Keluarga dia pun ada kontroversi. Bertunang ada kontroversi, kahwin ada kontroversi Lepas tu bila nak pergi honeymoon dengan all those apa, Nak consummate marriage lah if you know what I mean lah Itu pun ada kontroversi So, I mean entahlah You cannot think much about this It's Because like it's It's a problem of If I want to go back to the main point kan Celebrities, I mean like, yelah bila kau dah kaya, bila kau dah famous kan Dia macam kadang setengah orang ni dalam dalam kalangan orang ni Diorang fikir ni diorang power sangat Diorang fikir ni, oh aku famous kan, aku kena buat macam-macam untuk menaikkan nama aku Tanpa kau sedarkan, orang benci kau Kau ni sekadar hanya satu simptom kepada satu sistem kapitalis yang agak brutal bila melibatkan industri hiburan kat Malaysia ni Because Kalau kita nak sebab pasal industri hiburan pula Kita boleh cakap itu Z Kita boleh cakap dalam masa lagi sejam ke apa Aku boleh buat satu podcast episode Tapi Bila kau tengok dekat dalam satu Apa macam kira kau tengok timeline lah Berapa kerat artis Melayu ke Cina ke India ke Kira artis Malaysia lah in general lah kan kau, kau tengok dia punya jarak timeline dia Kalau Evergreen Macam M. Nasir, Salamia Hassan Macam Allahyarham Syarifah Aini Waziah Nawi Siapa lagi? Amy Search Awi Apa? Nash Left Handed XPDC Lok, lok lama tu dekat dalam industri Banyak lagi lama Syarifah Amani lama tau Lama kau tengok dekat dia punya timeline dia Dengan dia punya perjalanan karir dia Cantik sikit lah Tapi dia punya karya tu orang hargai tau Pasal dia orang bagus dalam berlakon Dia orang bagus dalam bernyanyi Dan dia boleh juga du- buat dua-dua Tapi nampak bagus juga Kan Tapi bila kau tengok dekat era 2000-an Kan Dengan menjelmanya Akademi Fantasia Mentor American, Malaysian Idol All those like singing competitions right I've thought this long time ago, but I will probably to explain it again. The issue here is that macam itulah. Um, you wanted to, mami lah. You get famous instantly, kan? Ko kalah, ko mami lah. Ko dapat second place pun. Ah, okay lah. Boleh dapat job nyanyi, boleh dapat job dekat radio, boleh dapat job dekat apa apa TV, boleh buat belakonan. Padahal the act level is so mediocre like mediocre at best i mean like where were the days where like you had to at least learn a bit to struggle a bit to become a proper actor to become um to become a very good actor where you do what you love not because that you feel that it's like the only th- i mean like yelah dulu masa tu orang buat seni buat seni ni dia struggle gila seolah benda tu hanyalah satu-satunya benda untuk mereka cari makan kan 
kau tengok OG lah macam banyak lah banyak banyak seniman karyawan Melayu Cina dan India sekalipun dalam Malaysia tak kisahlah kan dia punya dia punya perjalanan seni dia berbeza berbeza-beza tapi berliku tapi kualiti dia sangat bagus dia boleh bertahan sampai mampus sampai abang Jamil mampus kau akan cakap bahasa piramli semua kenal kita dia best sampai sekarang dah hampir 60 70 tahun seni perfilman Melayu lama orang akan tengok pasal dia punya cerita enjoy kau boleh enjoy lagi lagu 70-an, 80-an. Kau boleh nyanyi lagu raya yang daripada 60-an, 70-an, 80-an. Pasal benda tu ada sentimental value. And then, tahu di Buhan, ha, penuh lah dengan selebriti yang penuh kontroversi. Cerita, apa, cerai lah, bini, semua ada skandal lah, lepas tu ni gaduh lah, semua bagai. Itulah. Sampai tak kesudah. Kan, kalau aku rasa ni Lofa ni hanya sebagai satu simptom Permasalahan tentang bagaimana kita melihat selebriti Malaysia Kan, kalau dari segi budaya dan juga Perbawakan ethos dan juga Adab-adab dalam masyarakat Melayu Kita boleh nampak bagaimana Perubahan sikap masyarakat Melayu dan bagaimana mereka respon terhadap sesebuah kontroversi itu memang Jauh berbeza dengan apa, apa mak bapak kita lalui masa diorang kecil dulu Atau probably like masa diorang jadi adults kan Because Nilofa is a social media influencer Every action that she did Dia buat business ke? Dia kahwin siapa-siapa? Dia pergi post dekat social media, Instagram and also how she speaks and also everything she tweets She posted on media online It will influence a person I mean like in any way sort of form Kan? Macam ialah Nilofa boleh jadi satu inspirasi kepada wanita-wanita Melayu untuk Apa, buat uh, Macam jadi entrepreneur tapi Kau kena tahu Bagaimana dia jadi entrepreneur Dan jalan apa dia jadi entrepreneur Kalau macam entrepreneur hanya gunakan nama dan image kau dan juga husband kau kaya Itu lain cerita dan satu lagi aku nak tekankan Aku rasa ni, Nilofa ni juga simptom Bagaimana orang sanggup mengkudakan agama eh, Menunggang tu lain sikit tapi mengkudakan tu ah Itu lagi menunggang Dia seolah-olah menggunakan agama tu sebagai kuda tunggangan Untuk dia mencapai satu uh, Satu apa Satu tujuan kan aku tak nak aku tak nak judge dia pakai nikap or something tapi kan bila dah sampai kontroversi dan kau mengundang kemarahan orang kan dia dah jadi buah mulutlah bila dah jadi buah mulut orang dah start mengata engkau bila orang dah start mengata engkau ha keluarlah macam-macam dah jadi fitnah dah jadi satu slander kan ah ha, bila kau dah slander dah kena slander and then kau rasa macam kau ni rasa tugukan ah ha, ni dah startlah keluar all those defamation suits and bullshit tapi punca dia kan kau buat macam tu kenapa kan kenapa kau buat benda yang mengundang kemarahan orang bila orang tengah struggle time covid kenapa itu je kan selebriti-selebriti Melayu pun selalu buat benda ni juga dia buat kontroversi tapi pasal dia famous dan juga orang Melayu ni pemaaf memang kita ni adalah satu bangsa yang pemaaf bila kau buat salah kan sehina-hina mana pun dia akan sampai satu tahap dia akan maafkan dia pasal dia dah lama dah Dia dah lama lupa Tapi kesakitan perbuatan tu adalah satu benda yang lain Kan Because macam in 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 the west That sometimes people tend to forgive but they tend not to forget The actions This happens mostly on sexual harassment lah Tapi kalau macam benda yang melibatkan like Other than that I mean that's fine But on the low fast side right Itulah I kind of like feel that she's using that controversy to lift up her own brand image Because matulah, kau tengok Datuk Vida kan Datuk Vida punya marketing dia gila babi punya I may disagree on her tactics and I really don't like her But her marketing really sticks Nilofar as well And so ada Datuk Ali Shukri Because they're using the same tactics in order to raise their sales and also to get more people to buy their products, kan? 
because controversy tak akan menjatuhkan orang. Malaysia ni kan kalau kau nak buat betul-betul pure cancel culture kat negara ni gagal. Gagal. I swear to god sumpah gagal. Like even the worst serial rapist kan bila dah humanize balik kan orang akan forgive dia apa yang dia buat. Kan. Datuk Sri Najib kan kau tengoklah betapa banyaklah dia songlap dengan jolo dengan berbilion-bilion kan even if that politicians and also political party guys would try to disagree with me but you cannot deny he's been con- he is a convicted felon dia dah di- didapati bersalah dekat mahkamah tinggi Sub- tapi to a certain extent still dekat mahkamah rayuan lah kan because like in in the essence of legal terms or shit that he is still he is still innocent until proven guilty but he already proven guilty on the first stage but itulah so going back to Datuk Sin Najib lah dia dah sampai satu tahap where like he's he's a meme lord he's kind of like famous on social media because like he posted like really sarcastic and funny stuff which is like yeah it's, it's kind of funny but he has his certain misses as well because like Yelah, masa dia jadi PM dulu I mean like dia buat macam-macam Tapi like behind the scenes And also like Benda-benda yang implicit dari segi apa yang dia, yang dia buat tu Sebenarnya tak Memang sakit lah sebenarnya Kan Orang tak nampak lah Dulu aku tak nampak Sekarang aku nampak Sama juga dengan kes-kes Inova ni Mula-mula orang akan deny Dia macam Alah, salah dia kan Tapi keduanya Kau akan sedar sebenarnya dia langgar SOP dan dia tak ada rasa bersalah langsung yang dilanggar SOP. Dia tak offer dia nak bayar compound. Tak ada. Dia tak ada offer nak bayar some sort of like compensation just because that she langgar SOP. Nothing. Did you hear that she offers anything? None. And then like when you look into this um the other side of the coin how should i say how people respond to it kan okay. it feels that itulah kita ni masyarakat kita ni susah nak lari daripada masalah kultus personality kan okay. kalau orang yang boleh masih ter, masih telan-telan telan lagi punya katanya datuk sin aja tak bersalah hanya pasal dia banyak berbakti kepada negara walaupun money trail dan semua benda yang uh, all those songlap dengan jolo lah Dengan duit masuk dekat dalam apa Shell account sebagai Kan Kalau orang yang tak baca Finance and also all this investigative journalism per se Dia tak akan um, Dia tak akan makan tau apa benda yang kau cakap Because the way that information has been absorbed at, And also information that has been shared online or something Kan We have our Okay In general, we have our own bubbles, kan? Nilofar fans has their own bubbles. Najib fans have their own bubbles. Certain certain people have their own bubbles or maybe they don't have any bubbles but they, they're outside from that bubble. Outside that echo chamber, kan? When you have that echo chamber has been built up from the outside and the people inside will start to try to sing praise and shit, it seems like some sort of like an Orwellian dystopia where like it's like you live in your own bubble you i mean like you praise some sort of like a cult of like a person to a certain extent kau dah hilang kau punya segala morality kau dah hilang segala bentuk of critical thinking itu je itu ya itu ya aku risau kan when you can't think critically of like nilofa or you'll be labeled as a hater you cannot criticize one Um, this douchebag on Twitter who is actually an asshole, a racist, a xenophobe and a sexist. Kan? Ada juga orang akan pertahan kerana diorang pun rasa terinspirasi dengan perkataan-perkataan dia dengan benda-benda yang dia post kat social media. Pasal dia rasa ada emotional connection. Kan? Itu je. Bila kau dah sampai satu tahap where you have an emotional connection to that person or probably to that certain ideology where you think that any criticism any sort of criticism towards that person or something that you have an emotional connection with that you're going to feel triggered that you feel that you got to defend i mean it's very human to defend 
something wh- when you feel that it is defensible and you feel that something attacks you. But somehow, bila yang melibatkan kau tak boleh fikir secara critical dan agak logik lah kan. Itulah where you lost the plot. Nilofar ke siapa-siapa. Kan. Itulah. Our society dah jadi macam ni. Where personality cults actually blinds your morality and also the way you think about anything. Kan. I don't have any emotional attachment to Nilofar. And I do admit that I do have some emotional attachment to school, to your family, to your favorite football team. Kan. You could obviously see how I really rant, like, rant the fuck out during football matches involving Manchester United in England. Rugby and cricket, games, anything much love. That's normal. It's human. It's... It's getting much weirder when you feel that you're obsessed to that thing and you feel that itulah. Macam football Twitter, kau nak kena ratio orang lah. Kau kena trash talk banter to a certain extent. You have some racist shit lah you can say in social media because you really hate that person. Kan? You despise their skin colour. Padahal, kau berci dia pasal dia tak bagus. Tapi bila dah sampai dah hilang commonality, susah lah. Tambah lagi dengan ni, celebrity. Celebrity orang mengaruh. Kau tak suka dia. Contohlah kan. Kita tengok K-pop lah kan. Benda ni, okay. K-pop ni satu hal juga. Because it's going to be controversial by just mentioning the name itself. But when you try to ask normal people who actually likes K-pop but who's not into the fandom, they would definitely tell you that the fan base is really toxic in general. You would find those types of fans who would do any lengths in order to get the attention of that particular group or probably one single idol. My sister once told me, right, macam there's a type of really crazy fans. It's called Saseng. Masa dulu aku K-pop fandom lah. So it's called Sasengs. They would do anything to make sure that Particular idol atau macam lelaki atau perempuan Do not get married Just because they are not macam oh, Nak pegang image ke sabentar Padahal it's their personal lives Kan? Dia macam seolah-olah Macam dia nak control That person Punya personal lives Because yelah ye, Kau nak ada emotional attachment Kau tak sanggup tengok kau punya favourite celebrity kawin online Macam Elizabeth Tan Mira Filza, ya Allah, ya Tuhan ku, bangang betul. Kadang lelaki Melayu ni, menyangap dengan orang ni, ya Tuhan. Itulah, bila dah kahwin, orang dah start kecewa lah. Ha, dia dah start belum mentak, dia start marah-marah. Kan? Kadang pun ada juga orang main Nilofar semua. Tapi kadang pun orang dah, dah menyampang dengan Nilofar. Orang tak rasa macam, mampus lah kau kahwin dengan purist kan? Lepas kata penunggang agama lain shit kan? Pasal dia kahwin, apa, pemur, apa pencetus umrah. Notice how I sarcastically say, pencetus umrah. Which mostly are sack of shit lah. They have good people lah. No doubt. Tapi in general, memang merosakkan nama pencetus umat. Perosak umat betul. Ah, ha, Itu betul. Perosak umat. Imam muda pun ada juga yang bagus. Tapi to a certain extent ada juga yang perosak nama itu IM sendiri. Kan? Itulah. Pendakwah celebrity lah. <laughs> Pendakwa celebrity lah, patu all this ni lah. You get like all this like celebrity apa product endorsement and shit. You sell, jual barang makanan lah super dengan muka kau tu semua. I mean, itulah yang peleknya kan. Bapak kapitalis tu semua ni. Ni semua kapitalis lah bro. Kawan-kawan, kapitalis. Kan, dia guna image mereka untuk mengeras. Duit-duit engkau, dia nak kawuk duit-duit engkau supaya nam, dia punya bisnes laris. Kan? Susu di Lofa mahal. Baik aku beli susu yang pokar yang dia pun tu. Lagi sedap. I mean like, even the Korean one, like the like the actual Korean banana milk tastes better than this. And then like, itulah. I mean like, it's like YouTubers lah. Dia orang charge mahal-mahal kan. Pasal dia ada branding. Pasal quality pun lebih kurang lah. 
Ah, tapi pasal celebrity laris ah. Laris. Again, capitalism. They want to take they want to take as much money as you want in order to get merch because you feel that you are emotionally attached to it. You sanggup beli merch mahal-mahal just because that you want to feel associated with that brand. I mean like <coughs> itulah Karl Marx was right after all. Religion is the opiate of the masses. But sometimes you feel that religion should not be um, should not be exclusive to organized religion. You could also use religiosity in terms of cult of personality. And when it comes something addictive, kan? Bila dah jadi addictive, ah macam-macam lah nak buat. Dia dah jadi macam ni. Sanggup beli ni, sanggup buat benda tu, sanggup macam ni. Sanggup buat benda yang bangang hanya kerana kau nak rasa emotionally attached to it. Itulah. If you want to know more about what, I'm, what the hell am I talking about, uh, I recommend um, to watch videos by Russell Brand. He talks about addiction, he talks about cultural personalities, and also he talks about how celebrity culture actually influence how society thinks okay endorsement by the okay we're not going to talk about a political endorsement but in general lah celebrity itulah here's the thing they're human what sort of attachment do you have to that person nothing sometimes you you have to admit that you're just a consumer of their own product They're just a consumer. Okay. The more you consume their product, the more they're happy they are. Because katanya macam, you appreciate them so nian. But brand loyalty, okay, needs to have an informed choice. If you feel that her product is good in quality, fine. That's your economical right and choice to do so. Tapi bila dah sampai satu tahap when that it involves emotional attachment and also obsession and also your own um, ad- addiction. Okay. And then this is a problem. Lah. Okay. It, it, it will never end. I mean like Nil, I mean like there will going to be more people like Nilofa will do some wacky shit. They have some sort a bit of remorse and then come back balik. Buat benda yang sama. Pasal dia rasa, dia dah start merasa benda yang berkontroversi ni sebenarnya meningkatkan dia punya popularity lagi yang um, apa, best lah all those narcissistic tendencies kan. Kalau aku, kalau aku, I, I, I have a few times got viral on Twitter. It actually increased my anxiety like a lot. I have one, I have one tweet, I have like, I have one tweet where like it meletup sampai 5,000 case kan. I, I mean like people come and try to bantai me lah, obviously lah. I mean like, kadang macam, you need to admit that macam nobody will actually agree with you bulat-bulat. Kan, there are certain people try to disagree with you. Ini masuk ni semua kan. I got so anxious, kan, I got a panic attack out of it. Kan, even if that ramai macam aku ada tweet viral where ramai gila agreeing aku, I feel that I feel that I felt scared for my life. I feel that I don't have privacy. Aku tak rasa private. Aku tak rasa macam tak rasa tenang pasal ramai orang tahu siapa aku dan ramai orang tahu apa yang aku buat dengan semua. Aku tak rasa aku tak rasa macam aku, orang nampak aku macam oh aku suka lah. I felt afraid because if I no 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 I don't feel any gratuity at all. I felt scared as shit. Kan? Kan? I don't know. Itu je. But itulah. Kalau benda ni keluar kan dekat baru dekat social media aku nak buat disclaimer lah it's just basically my opinion but somehow most of you guys agree with me lah that benda ni sebenarnya adalah satu masalah besar yang tak hanya melibatkan Nilofa saja benda ni banyak melibatkan uh, melibatkan masyarakat kita secara besar lah kan tapi itulah. Sebenarnya kita kena ambil tibar bagaimana uh, fame 
and wealth ni sebenarnya merosakkan orang like like celebrities in hollywood suffer from anxiety and depression just because of their wealth and fame and also all this control kan kita kat malaysia ni pelik sikit the more the controversy the more the fame the more the wealth lagi power lah dia dapat because yalah our structure of society is kind of like designed to make those who rich and got power to stay at their level and stay there and then you circle and perpetuate the whole thing sampai mati if you're down tapi you don't have the means to go up the social ladder and that's where you screw but in the US it's almost the same but when it comes to celebrity in the US kan yes we do agree that it is a general consensus that like fan bases are really crazy especially for all those like really famous stars kan but somehow their personal lives when they try to go deeper into their personal lives it's kind of like depressing right it's really depressing macam sometimes you have the feel to humanize them aku bagi contohlah you know Britney Spears kan her latest documentary about her own personal life when she had that tumultuous life that years where she dated um, Justin Timberlake dia kahwin Kevin Federline dapat anak semua kau tak ras- kau akan rasa yang kau ni kena kesian dengan Britney Spears because semua benda yang dia dah hadap ni sorry semua benda yang dia hadap ni memang sakit kau akan rasa kesian itu je and then bila sampai satu tahap tu kan kau dah ada depression kau ada dah ada anxiety and then controversy pula makan kau punya mental health kan what apa yang kau akan buat kalau kau berada dekat dalam diorang lah apa yang kau akan fikir kau akan rasa kau kau patut bunuh diri lah pasal kau rasa that you have suffered so much kan that you feel that the whole world is a piece of shit and it's actually try to step on you and try to kill you slowly and deep so yeah celebrities are human politicians sportmen band members singers they're all human if you humanize them that you feel that sometimes there are certain times that kau boleh ni lah kau boleh bersipati dengan orang itulah kau kau mati dada bukan pasal apa dia punya lifestyle just because memang dia punya dia punya circumstances tu Freddie Mercury mati pasal AIDS aku tak salahkan dia punya promiscuity just that aku kesian dengan dia and then like many those guys yang terkesan dengan fame and fortune semua ni itu je bagi aku aku nampak dia macam seolah dia macam kemewahan all those fame ni just a small screen kau takkan bawa saya mati betul pangkat sultan datuk datuk seri kan kau beli ke kau dapat ke legit ke kau takkan bawa saya mati kau tak bawa tapi nama kalau kau punya budi dan jasa kau boleh dibawa sampai mati orang akan ingat kau lepas kau mati tapi bila di dah jadi macam ni nak tak nak kalau aku sebagai seorang biasa kan aku hanya boleh bagi nasihat je lah dah kau jangan buat benda lah dia tu je <coughs> try to calm down a bit if i were to give an advice lah to ni lupa try to calm down a bit Try not to cause more controversies because your family is a walking and living and breathing controversy by itself. Okay. And also try to cut down lah all this nonsense because dia akan makan diri dia juga. It's like any other western celebrities lah. Dia akan makan dia juga. And nothing much. And also lah to Nilofa, try to jaga your privacy lah. Bila dah kekecam kan, kau jangan ambil tu sebagai satu peluang untuk melariskan kau produk. Bila orang kekecam tu, kau ambil tu sebagai satu iktibar. Satu pengajaran untuk try not to become an arrogant bitch. I'm sorry to say. If you learn your lesson, 
probably you try to get more humble as you should. Itu je. Because here's the thing. Kau pakai niqab ke, hijab ke, kan? Atau tak pakai hijab ke, pakai tudung, apa, pakai free hair ke, kan? Everyone sometimes has the time should have like a, a, a situation where like you need a time to reflect and also like a time to feel that you the kick in the shin okay. and that's why i feel that humility is something rare sometimes i admit back when i was like in secondary school i was a total dick I'm not gonna lie I was a total asshole. Aku macam memang sombong lah. Aku sekolah-sekolah. Bapak aku tak star. Apa? Bapak aku star ubah pengaruh. Aku pun datang daripada sekolah. Sekolah bandar. Aku orang bandar. And then kawan banyak orang pengaruh. So aku rasa macam aku angkuh lah. As years go by, I felt that macam everything is just a lie. It's something that I live a lie on. And it's not great. And now, I kind of felt that burden on my shoulders lah. And itu je. And loneliness is a bitch. Sometimes kau ingat kau ada banyak kawan. Tapi apa yang tinggal, family kau je lah. Itu je. Orang ramai boleh move on. Kau ada family ada. Itu lah. And this is where I'm going to end. It's long. And I think probably it's going to be converted into a podcast. If you think that this is should this should be like an ongoing series by making a podcast, I think this is a good idea. And itulah. This is like kind of like one of the chances where you could at least listen to me talking rather than like me trying to speak by myself and look like a weird asshole in the middle of the road suddenly talking about politics suddenly talking about history i'll be talking about something else later on in the new in the near future but i think this is the start this probably could become one of the longest episode of random ramblings kind because yeah probably tata tribu i already have the freedom to speak up thanks for sticking up and uh, we'll meet in another episode sometime in another random time and space as it always been good night